0: What up, people who listen to podcasts? Aren't we just the best kind of people? Anyways, welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible booth thing, Amber Smiles-Jones. And if you're a new listener, uh, we like to have fun around here. <laughs> now, it does help to drink, Uh, while listening to me, honestly, Lord knows I do. (laughs) This is the podcast where we discuss ghost stories, true crime, hilarious internet stories and things that make you say what the fuck hosted by me a comedian YouTuber. Yeah, I'm both of those (laughs) still feeling the effects of 420. Um, First things first shout out, excuse me to all of my listeners new and returning you guys like you make me so freaking happy because I appreciate the shit out of you for being here and chill with me. You know what I'm saying? I feel all loved and shit. Mm, I feel all warm and gooey inside. I hope everyone is um, doing okay during this quarantine time or maybe your state's got a stay at home order ordinance. You know, uh, I've been on my TikTok grind like crazy the last few weeks, uh, catching up on my shows Thank goodness for Hulu and Netflix passwords uh, that my father has loved me enough to share. God bless him. (laughs) And just binging my ass off on podcasts, all kinds of shit, you know, but still having the time to make sure that I'm doing my own podcast and my YouTube videos and all that. So I'm still getting things done, you know, and I should probably take this time to learn how to play the guitar that I've owned since 2009. Can't play one chord can't play one chord legit. But I do know what a fret is. So, yeah. I'm sure every guitar player listening is probably cringing and laughing at the same time. But, like I have like eight listeners. I'm sure one of you plays guitar. Okay? Okay, so let's get back at it. Last week we had a true crime episode where we discussed the Uber killer. Jason Dalton. Now he took the lives of six people and injured two others while driving for the rideshare company Uber. And it was it, it was a crazy episode. And also fuck Jason Dalton. i to go ahead and throw that out there. I'm sure he and Carol Baskin would make a great couple. <laughs> so make sure you take a listen to that one. <clears throat> this week, it's not Corona. I I just smoked. This week <laughs> we are going to take an interesting dive into the strangest things found in hotel rooms. Now, as you can probably imagine, people probably leave like you know lots of things and behind in hotel rooms, motels, ends, whatever. You know, I can't tell you how many phone chargers I left behind in hotel rooms. Or socks or something like that when I was a flight attendant, you know, so people leave behind electronics and like clothing, food, anything else that you could think of. And when you think about it, the amount of hotels around the world, and how many people, you know, go through them every day, that's a lot of shit that could possibly be left behind. It just is hotel employees are bound to find something interesting, or strange every now and then how, how can they not? So before we jump into that hot mess, um, if you're listening to this podcast on an Apple device, hook me up with five-star rating and a written review on the Professionally Silly Podcast, you know, on Apple Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Help a girl out because it will help me, uh, it'll help my podcast grow and earn more listeners. And also tell everyone in your life about this podcast, everyone you come across. Be like, hey, have you heard of professionally silly podcasts? And they'll be like, no, obviously. And then you'll be like, boom, you should. And they'll be like, I will. And then it'll, it'll just happen. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's how it's done. Another amazing news. If you want to join in on the silly, you can always call slash text my Google voice number as well, because I want to hear what you guys got to say. 805 664 1828. And your girl has been busy. Okay, I've got an email exclusively for the Pro Silly Podcast and YouTube channel. So now you can email me about this podcast or the Professionally Silly channel at at gmail.com. You hear me? We got ourselves a a fucking email address. ah. (laughs) And guess what, bitches? Guess what? We also have a Twitter. Yeah, and an Instagram too. (gasps) Woo! (laughs) <laughs> and they are both at it's pro silly. So make sure you guys go ahead and follow the uh Twitter account, the Instagram account at it's pro silly. Email me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com. Yeah. yay. Yeah, yay. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know how to spell professionally, I'm sure you're can and help you out with that. <laughs> but uh, you know, give me, I, I got to catch up on the, um, on the, on the Instagram, you know, I just signed up for it the other day, as well as a Twitter account. Got to get it going. You know what I'm saying? So follow me, follow me, follow it, follow us, follow we, whatever. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get to the pro silly with this podcast episode. Shower. Yay! So I'll go ahead and start you guys off with something simple, okay? Uh, Strangest things left behind in hotels. So uh, microwaves and crackheads. We'll discuss those two topics first. Um, <laughs> <let's>, <laughs> we have a hotel employee who uh, who shared a silly story, and um, it's it's a short one, but it's a good one. So it reads: I had a guy who said his microwave didn't work, and went up to the room. And I found that he locked a plate of food in the safe. (laughs) That's fucking funny. It's (laughs) it's that level of stupid. But most most safes in hotels uh, are in closets from what I remember. Also, microwaves don't lock as far as I know. Uh, They don't. They also don't require uh, combinations. That's just from my memory of staying in hotels. Granted, the hotel employee didn't say any, you know, didn't find anything specific, (laughs) but they did find an idiot. (laughs) All right. So this next one is honestly, it doesn't surprise me. We're getting into the crackhead part. Um, It doesn't surprise me. All right. Because I live in Los Angeles and I usually see what this hotel employee found, uh, (laughs) like on the sidewalk in front of my building. And then three more times within like a three block radius. So, (laughs) oh, then you throw in the scent of urine and this maid found my neighborhood. Um, I'm just being honest here. Um, So one hotel maid told told a story on on how during a routine room clean, uh, something she does probably every day, but on this day, she came across a room full of empty pill bottles, needles, crack pipes and vomit everywhere. And I mean everywhere. I'm talking in the tub, around the bathtub, and for some crazy-ass reason, on the ceiling. Okay? Uh, clearly, she called the police. All right? <laughs> I would have. Okay, First of all, that's just disrespectful as hell. Just vomiting everywhere. And then you're just going to leave crack... Why do, Why do crack kids always leave crack pipes behind? Can they afford more crack pipes? I mean, (laughs) you can't just leave that behind. I don't know anything about crack pipes. Are they reusable? I I don't know. Are they disposable? I don't know. (laughs) I've never been a crackhead. I'm just, I have not done my research. Okay. Also those pill bottles, they can be reused. You can put, you know, your Skittles in there or something, um, thumb, th- thumbtails. What do you call them? Thumbnecks. What, what are those things? Pinpoints. The, the things you put in the walls. You know, the, the things with the pins and the needles and it got like the colorful plastic piece. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know what it's called right now because my brain is dumb. Shut up. <laughs> you know, I just don't understand. And how comes crackheads only need a dollar? How cheap is crack? When a crack, let me get a dollar. I can get a dollar. Are you, why are they always a dollar short for the thing? I don't know. I'm just, I have questions. Okay. <laughs> a lot of crack questions. Um, and also how the entire fuck did the vomits get on the ceiling? I don't know much about drugs or crack, but is a side effect projectile vomiting? Is that because I, I don't want I don't want to, I was never wanting to do crack, but I definitely don't want to do it now. <laughs> Ugh, spoiler alert, you know um, <laughs> Alright, so you know, Have crime scene this, this They're really smart to call the police Because they can have the crime scene people Clean that shit up I don't know how that works But yeah, crime scene cleanup on aisle motherfucking 3 I'm not cleaning vomit off of ceilings Just not doing that Okay, so this next one's crazy uh, I'm going to call this one Was almost arrested yeah, I know what you're wondering. What could she have possibly found in her hotel room that someone can get arrested? What <laughs> All right, so honestly, it could be a it, this would be a great TV movie. So we, we have an Australian couple who goes on a vacation to a Spanish-speaking country. I couldn't find exactly which location that it was. Uh Kate Cook is a self-employed journalist who shares her story online and uh they they get to the hotel Around five thirty in the evening and they checked in and they head to their room, but when they opened the door they got quite the surprise. There was a baby wrapped up in a cloth laying in the middle of the bed, just laying there. And the baby looked like it was sleeping or something, so at first the couple thought it was a doll. You know, because it wasn't really moving much. You know, and Kate's like, "Why would they? Is this like a, a welcoming gift? Just a doll? Is this like a culture thing? You know?" They don't know. <laughs> you know. So Kate walks over to the baby and um, gently strokes his cheek and can feel that the baby is warm, and the baby moved, and so now she knows it's real. Okay, so <laughs> the baby seemed to be about two months old. And so she, go, she goes to the phone by the bed and she calls the front desk and she tells them what happened. And of course, the receptionist doesn't speak English very well. So the conversation took some time. I will try my best to do this reading justice because they happen to include the uh, <laughs> the transcript of that phone call. So yeah, I'm going to try to do two different accents. This is going to be great. My Australian always comes out. British and or South African, I don't really know which accent that I'm doing. And my uh, horrible pretending not to know how to speak English, Spanish accent is twice as horrible. So you, you should enjoy this. <laughs> you really should. Um, yes, hello. Uh, this is Mrs. Cook from room 127. Um, there's a baby on our bed. Baby on bed baby, I get cat for you. No, no, no. Um this is not our baby. Um it belongs to someone else. Uh you you want cat for friend baby. No, uh this baby uh doesn't belong to us. It it, it should not be in our room. It, you you need to find the baby's mother. You need mommy for baby. Yes, yes. We we've found um we just found this baby asleep in our bed, and it's not our baby. So y- you need to find out who has left it in our room. And of course, guys, at this point, <laughs> the receptionist lady is silent. She has no idea what's going on, and the baby starts to stir and start like making noises and stuff. So the lady hands, uh, Kate hands the baby over to her husband. Um. Y- you need to find the baby's mother and ask her to come and get her. Get her baby right away. It's waking up. Hello? Phone baby mommy. Yes, there is someone else. Is anyone else there who speaks English? This is an emergency. No, no people's here. English baby got emergency. Me, me call doctor. No, the baby is lost. It needs its mother. You... Oh, God. Can you find the mother and tell her to come to room 127 and get her baby? Baby sick. I-, I call doctor. No. Baby not sick. Baby hungry and needs milk. Mommy has left baby in our room. Mommy has lost her baby. I am not its mother. Oh, my God. I don't know who the mother is. Please, can someone come get the baby? Hello? Mommy left baby no milk. So, baby gets sick. Can, oh, my God. Can I speak to the manager? Okay. There's a lost baby in our room, and we need help urgently. Hello? Emergency help for sick baby. Yes, call, call the manager. It's an emergency. We've got an abandoned baby that needs feeding now. Meet call emergency sick for baby. Yes, call now. It's urgent. Thank you. Oh my God i (laughs) i mean clearly i did not do the conversation justice but you can imagine how exhausting it must have been you know and that receptionist was trying hard as fuck to be accommodating you know it's like ah she said something about a baby that's an english word i know (laughs) emergency is that like a doctor thing like you know she was really trying you know i mean okay I'm conversational in Spanish, but I don't, I don't know how to say I found a baby in my room in Spanish. There's, there's just no translation in any travel guide books that I've seen for that shit. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, they take the baby downstairs to show reception, uh, what they were talking about, what they were trying to say. And as Kate carried the baby, they heard like sirens in the background, but they ignored it. They're like, whatever, things are happening. Just like you always hear sirens in the background of my podcast. You know, L.A. So uh, they had to figure out what the fuck, you know, about this baby. So when they get there, the receptionist is there with like this really well-dressed dude who happened to speak English. Thank God. So they explained to him what happened so that he could explain to the front desk receptionist lady what the fuck about this baby? <laughs> With all the communication and like the confusion, Kate let her husband explain everything. And so she decided to step to the side where it's quieter and a little bit like shadier for the baby to sit. I'm assuming it was hot as fuck wherever they were, you know, but you know, then, okay, here here's some crazy shit right here. Okay, this is, this is the crazy thing. The front doors to the hotel swung open, and four large police officers in green uniforms came barging in angry as fuck. And they see Kate with the baby, so they storm over there towards her. Now, one of the police officers snatched the baby out of her hands, and another officer slams Kate against the wall and puts, uh, puts handcuffs you, know, you know, on her, but her hands behind her back and cuffs her. Like, shit got, like, real as fuck, guys. Like, hella. So, Kate's husband and the well-dressed English-speaking dude, the translator, they're fucking shocked as hell. Like, they're so shocked, they can't even move. You ever been so surprised and so shocked, you just, all you can do is be like, what is happening right now? Like, your brain is trying to process that shit. That is what was going on with them. So, uh, then after they, you know, they could finally function, they both started yelling, trying to explain that Kate was the one who found the baby. And then then there was, like, this this young girl who was wearing a maid's uniform. She comes in crying hard as fuck. I mean, her eyes are red, you know, just bloodshot, face red, just like she's been crying for a while. So, turns out, this chick or chica, all right, is looking for her baby, right? Okay, so she, and it also turns out that she was working there at this hotel when she started working there a couple of weeks ago and her babysitter flaked on her. You see where I'm going, guys? You see where I'm going? Single moms, sometimes you gotta take a kid to work. Sometimes that happens, right? Single dads, you see what I'm saying? Now, so she was, of course, afraid that she was going to lose her job if she didn't show up or if she brought her baby to work. So she did bring her baby to work, but she was trying to do it on the DL. Okay, for my international listeners, in case you're not aware, DL means down low. I'm just trying to educate you motherfuckers, you know, I'm saying. Uh, Hit that five stars on the review, by the way, Apple podcast. (laughs) Throw that in there. Anyways. So anyways, um, she takes the baby from the officer, the young girl. She um, takes her baby to the side and breastfeeds the baby and helps put it to sleep. And um, what she thought, (coughs) you know, so she starts taking the baby to the side and um, starts breastfeeding. And so now everyone's trying to figure out what's going on. She uh, what's going on is the officers are now explaining the story to. Uh, everybody that's in the situation like what the fuck you know so anyways what happened was she brought her baby to work and she fed her baby and put her to sleep and she thought it was an unoccupied room now remember you know this is a a building that she has just started working in it's large hotel she hasn't learned the ins and outs of it yet so she left the baby there to start cleaning you know start her job and cleaning the rooms but because she was still new there Okay, she got confused as to which room she left her baby in. So when she returned, she went into the wrong room and panicked. And when uh, she didn't see the baby, she freaked the fuck out. And she called her sister, terrified as fuck. And her sister was like, listen, bitch, we need to call the police. We need to find your fucking baby, right? So, so. I mean, not so many words. I, I, you know, my Spanish isn't very good. So, so Kate's husband and the well-dressed man that translated for them ran over to her and demanded, uh, "Uncuff this bitch! She didn't steal this baby. Obviously, let her go. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, she did not steal this lady's baby because you know Kate." was still pinned against the wall, handcuffed, you know? So the hotel manager showed up a little later and and was told what happened. And, uh, of course, he was like, what the fuck? Uh, I'm going to upgrade your fucking room. Your food and your drinks are comped the rest of your goddamn stay. S- holy shit. So sorry that happened. We still need your money. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what the fuck happened, you know? So, uh, anyways uncuffed Kate now can now see the mother of this baby and she looked super young like early teens maybe like 14 15 and it broke her heart to see to see this young girl so afraid you know so she decided to speak with the hotel manager and ask him not to fire her because of what had happened but he seemed furious about the entire ordeal and the young lady seemed terrified that she was gonna lose her job you know but um so what you know which is both understandable on both sides like the police were called and you know it it, it, it was a lot it didn't look good for the hotel you know what i mean but also she's a young mother she doesn't know she's just trying to do her best you know what i mean so on both sides i i kind of get it but anyways but get this kate then decided to go to a local shop and purchase baby clothes and other baby items for the young mother and her kid so they go back to the hotel after they buy all these things and they ask to speak to the young girl now a translator, um, you know, helped them converse with, uh, converse with her. So they, <clears throat> excuse me. So the lady, the, the young girl shows up and she, she's still all kind of red and teary eyed and stuff. Cause at this point she doesn't know if she's going to still have her job or not. You know, she's kind of upset. So anyways, she shows up and the translator is translating so they can speak and uh, they give her the items that they bought from the, you know, for the baby. And they also give her an envelope for, you know, with about $100 worth of money in Australian currency, which I think is about 60 U.S. dollars. I don't know. <laughs> Google it. I'm not, if you're expecting to learn from me. Then sorry. <laughs> so anyways, the young girl, uh the young mother, she was fucking pleased and hella surprised because uh, hello, free money and things I need for my baby. You know, so she started uh, she pretty much started her whole day off thinking that she had lost her baby and her job but ended up with her child returned and help from kind hearted people. You know, and um uh, Kate made sure she's like, listen, I told the hotel manager owner, dude, hey, don't fire her you know, this it was a mistake, an accident. Don't let her go. So she told Kate, she told the young mother, excuse me, that, uh, that she still had her job. And, you know, here's my contact information. If you need anything, just let me know. She gave her email address and her Australian phone number, you know, so she was, um, just trying to reach out and help this young girl, which is so sweet. So sweet. Like, I'm so glad that people like Kate Cook still exist in this fucking world. Ah, oh, I love it. You know, now later on, Kate did learn that the money that she gave the young mother was pretty much more than she would have made in two months of work. So after learning that, Kate really wished that she had given the young girl more money because she didn't know, you know, how it worked there. But yeah, holy shit, that's a hell of a vacation, right? Like, I I couldn't even begin to imagine going through something like that. Well, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Can't get to see what it's like to be a black man in America when you think about it. <laughs> Just not fun, is it? <laughs> oh, but for real that shit's crazy. It is. So yeah, uh they found a baby in their hotel room. That was that was what we we're talking about. <laughs> What up ladies and gents, I've got some dope ass news that I need to drop on your domes real quick. I just downloaded this dope app called World's Greatest Videos. It allows you to create amazing videos and gives you the opportunity to win cash prizes. So join me in the global video contest, download the app, World's Greatest Videos, upload videos of your choice and shoot your shot to win some cash. There's nothing to lose and only fun to gain. So yeah, let's bring it back uh, with salad and money. Yes, strange things found in uh, hotel rooms. So I found yet another strange finding, but it's not as dramatic, you know, as the baby. Um, We have hotel employees that found a, um, a notebook and it was labeled, why I love salad. Yeah, um, obviously he opened it up because that shit, I mean, the title alone (laughs) would have made me a little curious too, you know? All right, so I mean, to be honest with you, I do enjoy a good salad like anyone else, but I, I just can't imagine writing about it. (laughs) Anywho, so he opens it up and he that was a weird odd pause. Okay, so he opens it up and he found pages and pages about the love of salad, like legit every single page was about why this person enjoyed salad. And I'm saying pages because there was multiple pages. I don't know how many, but the fact that there was one is too many. So so the person who wrote it um, even went on to say how they thought salad salad uh, might be alive, like a living, breathing, like, thing. So that's, that was found. Uh, the next thing... <laughs> let's get on to the money portion of the salad and money I mean how do you even there's no segue so the next this next one's interesting too and to be honest with you I, I don't know what I would do if I found this I I definitely would go back and forth about it like ah, oh man pros and cons good and evil you know but one hotel employee found twenty thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars now I I I can't I can't imagine anyone leaving twenty one thousand dollars behind on purpose. That's for damn sh- uh, fucking sure, okay. And if they had that much money to leave behind, uh, even on accident, uh, they're probably a pretty shady character, okay. So yeah, never mind. I I know exactly what I would fucking do. Report it to my bosses and then to the police. Damn right. Because listen. Guys, I've said this a million times and I'll say it again. Million and one. I am such a a true crime junkie. Such a, a true crime junkie. Like my my little brain would be like, oh, the mob left it behind on accident and someone will return to retrieve it. And when they find out that it's not there, they'll find out who cleaned the room. And uh, mm, that will be me because I was working that shift. OK, <laughs> so so but because I reported it, they will also find out that I didn't take it and that it's in police custody. So therefore, the bad guys won't be looking for me because I didn't steal from them, nor did I even touch the money. You see what I'm saying? A bitch gets to live to see another day. That's what it's all about, y'all professionally silly life rules just live to see another day you know but a bitch is still broke so that's hence the back and forth of what I take it what I not plus it isn't like isn't like there a rule like like if no one claims it after a certain amount of time you get to keep it or something because I I would definitely be banking on that definitely be banking on that like (laughs) I can't even begin to understand how this next one was even possible or why anyone would spend the time doing this. But we have an employee who entered a hotel room of a luxury hotel to clean it. And apparently a uh, fairly big name band, I don't know who they are, but um, (laughs) they were staying there. A big big band was staying there. Like, I don't know, like Aerosmith or something. That's what I mean by band. Uh, so anyways, but it wasn't Aerosmith. At least I don't think it was. Anyways, he enters the room and uh, every single piece of furniture was actually nailed to the ceiling. Yeah, to the ceiling. Like he he opens the door, nothing is on the ground, looks up, everything's above him. And, and oddly enough, the furniture was in the same figuration that it was when it was on the floor. So it, something like that, it took a lot of planning and a lot of time, you know, so <laughs> He also uh, mentioned that there were no, uh, no noise complaints from anyone. So how in the hell did did this person or persons pull this off? That's crazy. Okay. I'm going to look this up. Hold on. Hold hold, hold on a mo. Okay. I'm going to, who nailed furniture to the ceiling? Okay, so I got a couple of hits. I'm going to try this one. Okay, blah, 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 blah Uh huh. Information. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so according to medium.com, that was fast as fuck. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> the, you know, the world we live in, where I can just look things up and be like, boom, there's the information you want. It's great. All right, so according to medium.com, it was the drummer from the band The Who. Uh, Keith Moon. I've heard of The Who. I don't know their songs by heart or anything, but I've heard of them. So anyways, apparently he was known for his destructive behavior. Um, he used to destroy hotel rooms uh, when the band toured. Uh, he did things like blowing up toilet bowls or fireworks. What an asshole. <laughs> That's a very costly you know, repair. Jesus. Uh, visiting London pubs, he would dress up as a Nazi in full uniform. What the fuck? He is an asshole. And uh, even drove his car into a swimming pool. Okay, so he's just great guy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he died of an overdose in the 70s. That explains a lot. So nailing furniture to the ceiling seems a little less dramatic, you know, according to the things he's done. So... Good job, Keith. Rest in peace, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, I got weird. Oh man. Okay, so this next one is literally my worst fear, like in life. Like ah, uh uh <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I haven't even gotten to it. Just ah, ah the thought. Um <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even have to be in a hotel to have this type of fear. You don't. you can be anywhere for this type of fear. But I'm going to go ahead and share a story with you that was left by a travel blogger named Christopher, uh, Christopher, Christopher Mitchell, and he shared it at travelingmitch.com. And it says, and I'm reading verbatim what he wrote, I was taking a slow boat down the Mekong Delta from Thailand to Laos. I hope I said that right. Mekong Delta. Okay. So, we I don't know. So we stopped for the night in a small village along Mekong. We wandered towards the nearest hotel and didn't worry much about standards it did or did not live up to. My girlfriend and I had a drink or two by the beach and enjoyed the sunset, then went back to our room, which was bare bones. We put up the mosquito net and turned out the light, which is when we noticed something moving. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm having flashbacks of reading this. Ah, okay. So (laughs) it turned out the light, (laughs) which is when we noticed something moving. I got out of the bed and I got my flashlight and shined it on the wall, which is when I noticed the largest tarantula I'd ever seen in my life. It must have been the size of both my hands combined. I opened the door and politely shooed Oh, my God. I opened the door and politely shooed the guy out of the room, mustering all the braveness I had within me. He (laughs) begrudgingly left. But now, regardless of country, I always do a good tarantula check. First off, okay, let me go ahead and apologize for destroying the name of that city. I think it's Mekong. I'm not sure. And also, let me uh, be quite honest, if it was not for the show King of the Hill, I probably wouldn't know how to pronounce Laos correctly either. So, you know, watch more TV, kids, okay. Second, okay, the first thing I do when I stay anywhere is search for bugs. That's the first thing I do at all times, okay. (laughs) I don't know why they didn't do that the moment they stepped foot into the room. Third, okay, can you imagine how terrifying that would have been to be in a dark room and searching for something anything with a flashlight because you thought you heard something, bruh, okay, and think of okay, and when a flashlight comes across something uh, that's a spider the size of both your fucking hands, I would have vomited and died right then and there, shit on myself, all of that I just my body would be like, you know what, give up you're just death. Spider didn't have to touch me. The fear alone would have just knocked me out dead. Legit. Like, okay, first of all, okay, I, I kind of imagine that in seeing it, it, it kind of, like, happening, like, like, in a movie, like, in a movie scene, you know? Like, similar to whenever you close, like, when you're in a movie, when, you, when you're watching a movie and they're in the bathroom and they close the mirrored medicine cabinet door, and then someone randomly is behind there behind them, standing behind them in frame yeah yeah that's 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 the jumps, oh my God, that's a hell of a jump scare i I hate those, but that I feel like that's what it would have been like in a dark room, moving the flashlight across the wall and to see a just a fucking hairy ass spider the size of a goddamn book, yeah, oh fuck, fourth. He shooed it. He said he shooed it out. The fuck? I would Oh, my God. I would have gotten that motherfucker... Oh, my God. I would have gotten anything I wanted... That motherfucker would have been like in charge that night and I would have been, it's prison bitch. Legit. Like, like, nah, man, there is no way in hell that I would have not addressed that spider, confronted it, nor shoo it anywhere. I just would not have done that. Not I, (laughs) no ma'am, no sir. (laughs) We we would have checked out and found the next plane home. Yes, ma'am. That's what it would. Yep. Mm -hmm. And let me, let me tell you something. Okay. I'm, I'm telling everybody this: friends, family, new listeners, old listeners, maybe new friends. I don't know. When it comes to spiders or you know bugs in general, I go from thug to bitch in point two seconds. Do not approach me asking me to kill anything. Don't say, "Hey Amber, come look at this." Uh, no, not I. Okay. Don't come over top of not 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 a come over here and kill it. I will not respond. I will not respond to, come help me, it's devouring my flesh, bitch, listen, (laughs) you are on your own, and Amber has left the building, no ma'am, no sir, not today, not I, no.
1: I'm your host, Taylor Renee, and I'm Isaiah, we're back, we're still fat, and we still have fucking opinions. And I also struggle with skinny jeans specifically because a lot of times men's skinny jeans, the calf to ankle ratio on skinny jeans It's really important. If you have to constantly tell someone that you're not a liar, Mm. chances are you lie a lot. So I could see how you would get to, if you have to constantly say you love your body, chances are you don't love it. Mm. But you also have to think about how large bodies are seen in society and how we would need to kind of overcompensate with Mm -hmm. us telling you that we do love our bodies because it's hard to believe at first. It's not my goal to inconvenience you by being fat. Mm -hmm. I want you to make that clear. It's like when you have leftovers in the fridge and you come home from work ready to eat your leftovers just to find out that that bitch ass nigga sleeping in your bed ate your leftovers. I want to say shake and go wigs, you know, when it says it on the package that you take it out and you shake it and then you go, does that mean that you should do that? It means that you, you know, (laughs) should put some time and energy into crafting this wig so that it feels good and it looks good on your head. Welcome to fat people with opinions, bitch. You
0: shouldn't ever call me a fat ass Kelly Price. Oh, okay. Yeah. Once again, don't fuck with spiders. Okay, so to be honest with you, um this is not something that I ever really thought about. Never thought it'd be necessary for me to worry about it. Okay, this next one here. But let me just tell you this. uh I like to call this one always check under the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what is Amber getting me into now? Well, you're about to find out, listener. <laughs> so we have a man named Jim Angleton. God, that's a white name. Um, he. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, he shared his story on rd.com. Anyhow, Jim found a loaded gun under his pillow. Yeah, a whole a whole ass gun. Turns out the person who had the room before him slept on top of the covers. And uh, probably slept with the gun under the pillow. I guess it made them feel safer, I suppose. I don't know. And the maid didn't actually do anything but tighten the comforter to make it look nice. So that means she didn't even change the pillowcases. Had she done that, she probably would have noticed the gun under the pillow. I, I don't know. I feel like when you... I Now, listen, I'm not a professional. But from what I understand, when you change a pillowcase you have to pick the pillow up off of the bed. Isn't that, am I wrong? Okay. I mean, you know, maybe that's just me. Um, so of course Jim called the front desk and they were like, uh, what the fuck? We're going to send security to your room. That's weird as hell. That shouldn't be there. <laughs> you know? So the police were called, um, and, uh, Jim got upgraded to the presidential suite because, that's what, that's what you do when someone finds a loaded weapon under their head. You you give them a better suite. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I want to find some shit in a hotel room that's bad enough for me to get upgraded to the nicest suite in the hotel. Plus, I want free food and drinks like Kate and her husband when they found that baby. And I want my next few visits to be free. Ooh, and a free massage. Yeah. Uh, b- by the person of my choice. Hmm. That's right. (laughs) Oh, damn it. I could use a vacation though. Honestly, now that I think about it, I, I've, I, I haven't had a real, I've never had a real vacation before. Like I've vacationed with my family, but that's not the same. Like I can't get fucked up with my family. I mean, I can now, but not at the time, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like whenever I go home to visit my family as much as I love them, that is not a vacation. Everybody wants to see you. You're only there for a certain amount of time. You're exhausted. You know, wake up, breakfast. Like, bitch, I am asleep. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I mean, I did go, like, to Guatemala for about two months. But I had to go to school every day when I was there. And I did some volunteer work. Granted, there were times I had fun, but it wasn't a vacation. Like, I've just never gone somewhere by myself or with, like, a group of friends just for fun, you know? I'm going to do like a, like a, like a girl's trip or something, you know? Hey, maybe this podcast ever turns out to be anything. We can do like tours, you know, go around the country, meeting all one of you from each state. Yeah, that'd be fire, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I still haven't been to Vegas. I'm in my thirties and I still haven't been to Vegas. Like, what am I doing with my life? I should treat myself more. I, I should, I should treat myself more, but treating myself costs money. And that's why I never do anything or go anywhere. So yeah, at least I have you guys though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Oh man. Okay. Hotel rooms are starting to be creepy and gross. All right. So uh, speaking creepy and gross, one lucky man uh, discovered a webcam in an air vent of his hotel room. So that's extremely creepy and gross (laughs) I mean there's no way you know to tell how long it had been there or how many people had seen it or even why it was there you know (laughs) one can only assume if it was for something creepy like I said so yeah (laughs) that was the first of the two uh camera and the snake we just did the camera (laughs) now we're going on uh to the snake so this one is very creepy even more so because you know snake uh, especially if you're afraid of them. We have a maintenance man who shared what he found while he was at work. And I'm reading this verbatim. Um, let me see here. I forget what website I got it from, but I cited everything, all the sites I went to at the end of the podcast. You'll see it or you'll hear it. Um, all right. Where is it? Okay. So it says, I am a maintenance technician for a hotel I've been there just over a year now. One night at about 10.30 p.m., I got a call. It's the front desk. and the front desk girl was frantically yelling, telling me to go to this room, and that there was a snake in the room. Now, I thought to myself, maybe something was miscommunicated between the guest and the front desk. I go into the room and find three people absolutely terrified out of their minds no, this room is a two... Oh, it's, it says now. Now, this room is a two-bedroom with a pull-out sofa. The snake was wrapped around the pull-out sofa. Get this. The snake was right on top where you would have to grab it to pull it out. Ugh, oh, God. That is... Ugh, ugh. if I was a maintenance worker, I would have been like, uh, y'all need to contact animal control because my job is to repair things. And this snake does not look broken to me. So yeah, that's not my job. (laughs) Like what the fuck? What the fuck does a maintenance worker know about snakes? (laughs) If if you have, if you have a a a plumbing problem, give them a call. You know, if something needs to be patched or painted, boom, give them a call. But a reptile that might be poisonous is above their pay grade unless, you know, they're getting a raise. That's just how I feel about it. That's just, that's just me. (sighs) So this next one is weird, but also funny at the same time. And (laughs) I certainly hope that this, uh, this maid wore gloves before she removed it. Oh yeah. Getting you guys all set up. I like to call these two um, a special kind of rabbit and nothing. Yeah, let's go on to these two things that were were found. Um, (laughs) Now, the maid, she did come across a rabbit, but not the kind with fluffy tail that hops around and stuff. It was the rabbit, a very well-made vibrator, from what I'm told. (laughs) Yep, Uh, this happened in, oh, God, forgive me hap yai thailand which i'm sure i did not say right um what memories they must have made there with their rabbit <laughs> that's a pretty simple and quick one she found a vibrator a very expensive one too so if you're gonna leave her a rabbit damn uh, those are expensive like don't don't leave those <laughs> don't leave those lying around so the next one uh, like i said was nothing it's very hilarious to me but uh because because of the and, and I'm making this word up because of the dumbacity, um of this woman, uh, <laughs> we <laughs> oh wow okay so we we have hotel maids that uh, came to clean a room, and they found nothing in the room, and I I mean absolutely nothing. Everything was gone, the artwork, the hair dryer in the bathroom, the coffee pot. The TV and even the furniture was gone. And the crazy part was that this was a room on the second floor. Yeah, so they, they checked the security footage on that floor, but they didn't see anything. So they checked the security cameras outside the building and noticed that uh, a pickup truck pulled up to the room window and that a, the, uh, the female renter had thrown everything out of the window after investigating this, they realized that the window locks were also removed from the window. So, yeah, that bitch stole everything. Now, I, <laughs> OK, we haven't even gotten to the best part yet. Um, this dumbass checked in with her real name and credit card number. So she was extremely easy to find. Uh, they contacted her and she tried to return the items, which were damaged because, you know, she threw them out of a second story window. <laughs> but, you know, they just had her arrested. <laughs> the fuck? I cannot. Like, you see what I'm saying? You see? dumbassity. That needs to be a word. If Beyonce and Destiny's Child can make Bootylicious a thing, I can get dumbassity. Come on, guys. It's, it's, the, it's the perfect fake word for this story. I love it. See? Yeah, y'all need to go ahead and download the Anchor app because then you will get to do what I'm doing, which is awesome. Don't you want to be Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But yeah, you should do it. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll go on to the next two finds. We've got uh, a, a meth lab and a note. So, okay. You know that feeling you get when you just need to take a vacation and make meth in your hotel room? It's the only way that I know how to relax. <laughs> so we have the Tropicana Casino and Resorts in Atlantic City that have a uh, they had a fire in a hotel room. And so when the firefighters show up to put the fire out, they found the meth lab and three idiots just sitting there <laughs> because they were trying to make meth dumbasses. <laughs> Once again, the dumbassity continues. It does. <laughs> so let's go into the note. This next one it's definitely uh, creepy, but in a different way. Now, some of you may or may not know this, but I I used to be a flight attendant many years ago, back when I was young and thin and pretty. I am none of those uh, descriptions. So (laughs) I have stayed currently, I have stayed in a lot of hotel rooms over time and um, as a flight attendant, not as a whore, I feel like I should. Okay, moving on. Um, I've stayed in a lot of hotels over time and I've learned to inspect my room before getting comfortable. Like I said, I inspect every room I go into for bugs, all kinds of shit. But as a flight attendant, there are so many things that we that we need to be uh, aware of. And even as someone, you know, as someone who isn't a flight attendant, just a person in general, when you check into a place, you know, you check the shower, check the bathroom, check the closet, make sure there's no one there. It's just, it's just the best to do that because sometimes people sneak into things and people hide and I don't, it's just, you got to be safe. I make sure all the lights are turned on before the door is closed. I use my heavy ass, Um, Flight attendant's suitcase, or yeah, suitcase to hold the door open until the light is on, and I've already inspected the room. Then I close the door and lock it, and all that stuff. But that that it was just something that we were taught to do. All right, so we have someone who entered their room at a courtyard Marriott, and they (laughs) they pulled their blankets um on the bed back to get ready for bed, and found a note, and the note read if you're reading this, then housekeeping did not change your sheets. See, that's just fucked up. Okay. And, <laughs> and it is, is bound to happen. Think of all the hotel rooms around the world. Now and think of all those housekeepers around the world that are are paid to keep them clean. Okay. Every now, and these are human beings every now and then, I'm sure a few of them have skipped a few steps in cleaning by eyeballing it, like, oh this, this looks clean. I don't have to lift this up or sanitize it. We're good. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it has. Just like the just like all the uh little side steps we take at home. You drop something you're like, you know, I'll just pick it up later. I don't I don't have the time. <laughs> I'll get that. and then you step on it later on in the night. I, I fucking should have picked it up. <laughs> That's how it is. Now <laughs> I I gotta be honest, if there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's inspect your room before you get comfortable. Real talk. Okay? Check for serial killers, bugs, and all kinds of weird shit. All right? Professionally silly life rules, bitches. Well, uh, I must say this was a fun episode. (laughs) Definitely. I'm going to go ahead and uh, shout out to uh, people.com rd.com townandtourist.com uh i think it's Cora.com, q u r q u o r a yeah them uh the, the VacationTimes.com, reddit list and list list 25.com excuse me uh those are the dope ass sites that i used to find all these strange things that were left behind in hotel rooms so there's that. I hope that you guys enjoyed yourselves. Let me know by leaving a five star rating and writing a review on Apple Podcasts. The more good reviews I get, the better chance the podcast has on making the charts, and you know it makes and also it makes me easier to find. So that's awesome. Also, you can communicate with me now via Twitter. You know it at it's pro silly. And the same for our Instagram. We've got ourselves an Instagram now, guys. Hey, we're growing up. We're growing up. We're turning into something serious here. <laughs> and uh, it's pro silly is the Instagram as well. Shout out to my <clears throat> fellow kick-ass podcasters as well. You know, y'all doing the damn thing, entertaining the world, audibly. You know that's dope. So make sure you guys, you know, show support to all the podcasts that you love by leaving them a review and contacting them on the social media to let them know how much you love them. Support your creators out there. I know you're thinking, oh, they don't want to hear from me. They do. We do. We want to hear from you. Leave comments. Click the like button, the heart button, retweet, subscribe, follow, all that stuff. We love it. Please, please do it. Also, guys, if you have any stories that you want to share ghost stories, true crime stories, aliens, confessions, embarrassing moments, whatever you want, send them in. Khadijah, I do have your story. I haven't read it yet but I did uh, forward it to the it's professionally silly at gmail.com uh, email address because we've got ourselves an email address now. So I do have it in the notes uh, to do the next um, story that I do that the next story that I do that covers that topic. So don't you worry, boo, I got you. And also, um, if you guys I probably should have asked for this, but if you want to be anonymous, you can be anonymous. Well, I still haven't read her story. So you don't know what it is or what it's about. So ha. Khadijah, let me know if you want to be anonymous, bitch, okay? <laughs> Hit me up at our new email. It's professionally silly at gmail.com. Yes, we moving on up, y'all. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me every week. It means the world to me. So make sure you guys um, check out the show notes for more bonus information, like my social media info. I've got world's greatest videos, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, two different Instagrams and Twitters. Yeah, personal and for the show. Um, and also I've got a YouTube channel also called Professionally Silly. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so follow me, subscribe me, family, me, whatever you want to call it. I would love it, love it, love it if you would share this podcast and my YouTube channel with a friend and ev- or just, you know, everyone, you know, and <laughs> help me grow. Help us just to catch the next part, the next stop in the totem pole. I didn't know how to word that. There's a saying. I couldn't find it. Whatever. <laughs> Once again, I'm your audible Boothang thing, Amber Smiles Jones. Thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM where I take my silliness seriously. Feel free to call in about any episode of Professionally Silly that you've heard through the Anchor app, or you can call, text my Google voice number, either one, for a chance to be featured on the podcast. So 805-664-1828. Or once again, you can email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step. You know what I'm saying? That there's pieces of shit everywhere. And if you're all caught up on the silly, check out these dope-ass podcast promos from a few of my favorite podcasts.
2: Hey, Gamer. My trusted companion confidant slash spirit animal. I don't know if I can convey to the audience how great this podcast is within 60 seconds. Wait, what? I mean, yeah, it's called the OD Podcast because all the information and things you may learn here may cause you overdose. What? I mean, yeah, if you come here with an open mind, heart, perspective, you'll leave with everything plus some laughter. Yeah. What? would you say? I, I mean, yeah, we talk about everything under the sun, around the sun, and in the cosmos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Huh? What? And yeah, it's a perfect place to work on your verbal roundhouses. Damn it, I chose wisely. You heard him here, folks. All right? Here at the OD Podcast, where doses may vary, you get everything you need to become a better person and less of a jerk. All right. Come join us. We promise you'll learn and leave with something amazing. We love you. Come stay with us.
1: Hey, True Crime listeners, check out our podcast, I Said Goddamn. We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by two besties who like to share messed up cases that make you say Goddamn. Every Sunday, we try to one-up each other's story by sharing a horrific case the other has never heard of. Along the way, we splash in some wildly inappropriate jokes and colorful language. Listen every Sunday from any of your favorite podcast directories. Also, follow us on Twitter at ISGDPodcast or visit our website, ISGDPodcast.com. We play
0: and recommend a podcast or something
1: else i'm willie i'm not your normal beer snob i've been to more than 150 different breweries but i always keep hams in the fridge
0: <laughs> i'm ginger and i am in the first guinness world record book video game edition on the tetris page i'm
1: simon and i can usually kick their butt in most video <laughs> games we drink while we record <laughs> fuck yes we do <laughs> find us wherever you find podcasts and enjoy
0: Dumb and Busted has been called, quote, one of America's greatest treasures by
1: three out of three hosts of the show. Dumb and Busted is a weekly true crime comedy podcast with stories of exceptionally smart and insanely dumb crimes. Comedian Hunter Donaldson has hailed it as the greatest thing to come out of Portland since comedian Hunter Donaldson, who is me, also a host of the show. Podcasters Allison Copeland and Hannah Ether praise Dumb and Busted as, quote, found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Just more rave reviews from two other people who host the show. Catch us every Thursday and follow us at Dumb and Busted on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Crime you
0: later.